Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick. What? What did you say? We put your headphones on so you can hear. Oh, yeah, I can yeah. hear you, Milton. Oh, yeah, yeah. A couple of jokers. Hey, we're live at the Festival of Flowers today uh, here at the Alzafar Shrine. This goes on until 5 o'clock. Uh, seeing lots of gardening friends. I think this is where everybody kind of comes to see each other each day. Uh, each year and make sure they catch up with each other. Lots of great vendors uh, here at the uh, uh, Festival of Flowers, too. Can you hear everybody here okay, Calvin? Yeah. Okay, good. I hear better with these earphones on. Oh, that's good. I never even thought of that. That's a good idea. That's a, it is a good idea. <laughs> Calvin, you hearing okay? You can't hear or you can't hear? Can you hear? Calvin, can you hear? I was hearing very well before. Oh. Now I can't hear diddly. Okay. Let's see. All right. So <laughs> let's see. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. And, um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Are you still? Oh, oh that's improving. That, oh, it's improving. Okay, you good. Turn me off. I turned you off. Uh, I'll just do there all the, you go. There that I works. go. Okay, everybody's up and happy. All right. <laughs> I don't know about happy, but but up anyway. All right. Two one zero three zero eight, or come on by and visit with us. You can ask your gardening question in person. You can come on the air with us. You can talk to Mark Peterson if you uh, don't want to come on the air. Uh, okay. Well, you call us all the time, Ed. You won't. Okay. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, the uh, seminar, let's see what's happening now. I'll tell you. Oh, the first part, I liked it. The very first part of Festival of Flowers after uh, it's co-hosted by the San Antonio Water System is dedicated to the memory of Ann Schiller. Oh, that's Which is sweet. wonderful. Yeah, that right. is sweet. Um, let's see if I have a listing. Uh, right now we have From Ho-Hum to Habitat. Uh, with Vicki Blackman, and it's converting a typical suburban yard into a welcoming habitat, discovering a love of native uh, Texas bees. That goes on to 1230, but at 1 o'clock, so get here quick, Bob Webster's uh, moderating the organic roundtable. Uh, and so, and then rain harvesting 101 at, from 230 to 330. Uh, you can hear that. So... All right, two one zero. I, t- I told him I couldn't be on a round table this year. No, you don't like round tables. It has there nothing to go. do with the topic. Yeah, that's true. It's that's your true. fear of a round table. <laughs> <laughs> hey, has anybody seen the wild one? No, I guess you mean the L, the L word. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen her, and I asked some people at Plant Exchange. They haven't seen her either. Uh-oh. Lisa? No, I haven't seen her yet. Okay, now move the mic so we can hear you. There you go. Much, Back, uh, there, much better. And now, well, how, what are you going to do so I can hear? 
Are you, I don't are you wor- more worried about me being able to speak into this than hear? I don't know why you can't hear. Hold on, let me check. Y'all keep talking. Huh? <laughs> but uh, you haven't seen her husband go by? <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Hello, hello. I'll try it this way. Y'all talk. <laughs> we like to watch you, Milton, play around with your wires. But anyway, uh, yeah, we would have seen. I hope there hadn't been a death in the family. Who did? Lisa? <laughs> uh, in Lisa's family. Yeah, well, you better be careful. There'll yeah, be something. a death in your family. <laughs> Between Evelyn and, uh, and uh, Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> you think they might get together and show up one of these days but anyway yeah a lot of a lot of people here it's a lot of a lot of folks it's always good to see some older people and uh, uh, the people that we knew a long time ago i'm not saying they're all older but they are but uh <laughs> well it's, it's a little bit like i was doing an analysis of the uh Pro, the programs that we did with uh, the uh, potting up tomatoes and uh, yeah, yeah. also the milkweed. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, one of the goals of uh, Dream, Dream Hills Estate Education Resource Center is intergenerational. Yeah. So I, I, the volunteers and I were going through the all these long lists of ages. And, and what do you think the average age was? Uh, 65. At, in, in New Braunfels it was, <laughs> but every place else it was uh, uh, 70, 70 years, 70 and a half years old. Oh, man. And so we, 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 we really attracted the uh, other senior citizens <laughs> to join with us senior citizens and, and discuss milkweed and butterflies and, and tomatoes, but... We we uh, have to le- learn a little bit of lo- about getting the young people to talk. Yeah, it's funny about that. Wait a minute, is that is that Lisa right there? I'm sorry. Isn't that her? Yeah. It looks like it. There's Lisa right now. Yeah. She's picking out place plants yeah, with go no make labels. Sure she doesn't get a plant we can't ID. Yeah. <laughs> Where's her husband? I'm gonna. I'm a little worried that he still exists. <laughs> but anyway, I, I'm looking over the uh, well. Sa- there's sales list. There's Charles and, uh, and um, <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> Charles Bartlett and his, his partner yep. over there. <laughs> but anyway, I I'm looking over the sales list and. Uh, we were talking last last weekend about uh, all the pretty vinca colors he had out there, and uh, this week they're on sale regularly a dollar fifty nine, four for five dollars. So uh, if you have deer, which most of us do, uh, hey, yeah, no, no, Mark, Mark makes the announcements. <laughs> But uh, anyway, the uh, uh, 
he got a bunch of, if you have deer, like you say, uh, that's about the only plant that's reliably resistant to deer grazing or eating. Now, I know that, uh, oh, I brought, I, I did bring the, uh, the paper and the article, and there was another sale, a uh, Milberger sale in it. I was just wondering how uh, Trace is re- relating uh, our visit here to <laughs> Festival of Flowers <laughs> well, to... to we're, uh, we're claiming the extra people that come. Yeah. Do you know Milton? Oh, didn't, didn't you have to negotiate with him? So, so you he, just... He was fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> he just said, this is... It's just a wonderful t- thing to do. And- uh, yeah. So, yeah. hey, we got to take a call real quick. We're going to see how this works. Lloyd is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Lloyd. Welcome to the show. Be patient with us, uh, but we're going to make sure this works. What's going on? Hey, I got a question. Uh, we have uh, three green chickens, I think they're called. And uh, they run around everywhere. And we also have a blue on it, and the blue bonnets have gone to sea. And uh, long ago, I saw a couple of chickens walking through the blue bonnet patch, eating what I assume was a blue bonnet tree. Are those seeds going to be viable when the chickens are done with them? Uh, what, what from, you said, I heard what you said about the blue bonnets, but what, what are you wondering about? The chickens, they were in the blue bonnet patch and they ate the blue bonnet seeds. <laughs> So, oh, the, are, they, are the seeds going to be viable with the chickens planting around the place? Are you are you going to catch them? The chickens were eating them, eating the blue yeah. seed. Yeah. Picking on them. I bet. Yeah. I bet they didn't damage the seed. I bet they didn't damage them at all. Right. That's so what I'm wondering. So when they yeah. get done with them, yeah, will they, yeah, will they be viable out in the pasture? Absolutely. Um, okay. And, uh, you can just follow, see where the chickens are pooping. And, uh, <laughs> the, oh, yeah, follow uh, around with a spoon or something like that. Well, well, you know, I mean, they usually <laughs> poop in the uh, same areas. So, On the porch, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Lord. So then, then all you have to do is, is extract the seed. Okay, but if I did not extract the seed, wherever it lands, like yeah. next year, if it got some water, it would probably sprout. Absolutely, it will. Yeah. But let, uh, let us know. You're, the chicken is scarifying them for you in its body. So, huh. uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, if they, uh, when they poop them out, uh, they'll fall on the soil just like they would... In nature, it sounds like a green. Yeah. <laughs> green <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they put, uh, they make this uh, thing where they embed seed into uh, into cakes of uh, manure, and uh, then uh, throw them out, throw the manure out with the seed in it. And as the manure melts in the rains, uh, it plants the seed. Uh, yeah, that, I, th- I think there's a big, uh, big industry with that. 
That's under the chicken, the chicken poop industry. Huh? The chicken yeah. poop industry. <laughs> no, I was talking about. Uh, you know, we've read about the uh, somebody uh, manufacturer a uh, they amass some manure and then impregnate it with seed. Oh. You know, you know, you heard about that. No, and I then, really, I really haven't. I just, I've heard, <laughs> I've heard a kind of a limited discussions. But is there actually a, yeah. an industry? Yeah, I think so. Is, is there some? Are, Seems like it's up north. You know how those Yankees are. But uh, yeah, you you get you, you buy the manure, pat packet, patties, uh, with the seed that you want in it. And then you just go around and throw the patties out, and as the patties melt, the, be seed, the seed comes out. That'd be I'll, kind of a I'll fun experiment. To, yeah, well, it'll work. I'll have to get you some of that for Christmas, Milton. Yeah. Carol. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I can't wait. Well, make sure you get, if you uh, send it, that you send it to, from the right species of birds. There you go. Yeah, so I can count it on my bird well, list. Chicken's too. a bird. <laughs> well, uh, maybe, maybe we can get this fellow to collect you some. Uh, now I got bird my food. the na- the neighbor behind me, right next to, to Bart, <laughs> and, and my neighborhood has chickens. Okay. And I've got the, the, those wildflowers that Milton and I grew, and my my wildflowers. Yeah, do you have you a meadow, too? You can't hardly walk through them. No. And yeah. the chickens don't like them one bit. Is that right? Do you have feral cats? The feral cats like them. Well, the, the feral cats don't go there because uh, there's some Westies. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they managed to keep them out. But Lloyd, <laughs> did we help you out? Yeah, and there's just one question, though. The chicken poop has a white spot in it. Yeah. I wonder if that might be one of those seeds. No, no. I've, no, I've no. heard I've heard a joke about the white spot, but no, I, we don't want to hear the joke. What? No, you you, you heard a joke? Man? No, but I don't. Man, I don't. Then you know the joke. Okay. Well, then that, well, I don't need to say it. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks, Lloyd. Okay, bye. You take, you take care. Bye, Lloyd. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Let's see. We've seen Lisa. We saw Ed. Uh, we've seen a, a lot of people. Uh, I'm trying to think. We saw, who was the man who had the dog? Uh, I don't know, but the dog's Joey. The dog is Joey. <laughs> Joey looks very comfortable. That's uh... And we saw we saw the, the fannies. Oh, yeah. Although I, I I did have to bring it to their attention that I I I want I test I asked them if they were in fact Mark and Mike because they were looking pretty old. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, you're such a charmer. It was kind of, it was kind of like uh, some of the gardeners coming and taking pictures of of Jerry and I. There you go. Yeah. And asking for a, a secondary ID to make sure yeah. that we <laughs> make sure this isn't some AI uh, fake that y'all yeah. are, <laughs> or yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, look, that that's a woman that looks just like Milton's wife. I know, uh-huh. I saw her before. Too. Yeah, <laughs> and she was, and her yeah, sister. Was lucky it was her because her he was kissing her. Yeah, her I'm sister. glad it was her. That would have been embarrassing. <laughs> Well, let's see. What else? Have you all had a chance to? Calvin, you were wandering around. Did you see some fun stuff? Yeah. it's. I mean, a lot of the same stuff. 
There's somebody familiar right there. Oh, okay. Her market, yeah. And a leader in this uh, the event. Yeah. Oh, oh, we got a call, so hang on to that. Okay. James is on the line. James has a cilantro report and a uh, question on Rose. Oh, okay. Hey, James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, just fine. Thank you. Uh, how are you guys doing? Doing okay, man. Doing okay. Uh, hey, I called with the... Uh, I like to grow cilantro uh, to let it go to flower mostly uh, and uh, provide a, the pollinators something to get on. So I wanted to see if the deer would eat it, so I put in a 125-foot row uh, with the planter, and it's growing just fine, and the deer aren't messing with it. I grew it out in the area where the... There's, the deer can get to it. So they're not messing with the cilantro. Well, you're lucky because if they eat it, that'll flavor the meat. Well, I can't the, get them to eat it, man. I, I uh, wanted to grow it <laughs> for the flower, and yeah. I have it planted in different places around. And uh, I, so far, I can't get the deer to eat it, but that don't mean <laughs> yeah. that they won't. Uh, they don't like... Uh, plants that have a aroma about them. Uh, I don't think they'll eat any of the herbs, Harley, the deer. But uh, but uh, anyway, one thing that you can be looking for, isn't that, doesn't that uh, pickle worm or that worm that eats, eats the foliage on uh, dill, that's I, the, I wonder that, if that go gets up. That's the bl uh, black swallowtail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if that would eat serrano. Eat what? Eat serrano. Yeah, not serrano. Uh, his his plant that he's talking about. I don't know. It, it eats eats fennel, parsley, and uh, well, let's see. I can try at least one other kind of fennel and parsley for okay. sure. Yeah. Yeah, I've never had any trouble in all these years I've been growing uh, cilantro. I buy it by the one-pound bag from Willite, so I use quite a bit of it. And I've never had any trouble with really any bugs that I can remember. <laughs> yeah, bugs are probably don't bother those aromatic types of plants. Uh, I had a question for you guys <laughs> Are you, you still going to have the big tomato contest this year? Um, I don't think we've gotten that far to talk about that yet. Uh, well, don't we usually have it in June, the big tomato contest? Which we used to have, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, ca I can't get a feel on how people are doing with their tomatoes. Well, in my, na in my neighborhood, we got... Quite a few people that planted the Thunderbird, and it's kind of a mixed, uh -oh. mixed uh, bag on on how well they did. We've got uh, a lot of spider mites, but we've also got some gardeners. I mean, when I walk the dogs, I just admire the <laughs> some of those Thunderbirds are huge. They look like softball size. In, uh in your garden? In, no, in, in my, in the neighborhood. Oh, okay. 
and uh, they're uh, they don't have a lot of they don't have a lot of plants in the in the garden bed area. They got a lot of space. Between, yeah, but gosh, you can. And they're ripening pretty n- nice on the. On the Do fruit. you see that they're they've start- got spider mites? They're starting to show some spider mites, but the uh, plants have a good good crop, and they're big, and they and they look like they're ripening yeah. fine too. Yeah, so. good. So at least at least we're seeing some. Well, <laughs> I went over to uh, I went over to see Jeremy's uh, cherry tomato, and. Uh, <laughs> they, they picked a couple of buckets full, and uh, still, still setting tomatoes. Uh, it's funny. There, I looked under there, and there was about three ripe ones. I said, "Look, y'all missed three. She said, "They weren't ripe oh. uh, <laughs> this morning." Well, I, I, I had to do the same thing, but I, I talked Yolanda into going and pick, right. picking some. I reminded her that she's hasn't hesitated to ta- take them home with her. Um, it was her turn to pick them. Uh oh! But she you said she mean. she said she said I do, she didn't like they were so close together and everything uh. in there. She didn't. <laughs> but yeah, th- th- those uh, Ruby Crush and the BHN nine sixty eight yeah. are just doing spectacularly and, well. Uh, I looked at the plants and. Uh, I hated to tell him, but they have spider mites. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, well, you, that, can see, you can see that they came in on the west side of the plant. So that big tomato I got, I should just eat it or, or just wait on the, the contest, or you don't know? We'll, we'll ask Trace tomorrow what he thinks. What's that? More about the contest. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Thank you, James. Okay, thanks. We'll take you. We'll Thanks for your patience, James. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break here. This woman has a question. She's going to come up and ask you guys. Okay. But we're not asking it on the air. So, all right, 210-308-8867 is the number. You can just ask them, unless you were really counting on being on the Welcome air. To on the record okay. The, uh, I do want to tell you about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, uh, because I know that mosquitoes are out there. I know that ants are out there. I know even termites are out there. Uh, plus, there's lots of things that you want to get rid of, either prevent them, uh, from coming in with a treatment or treat them because they've gotten in. And the cool thing about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, uh, first off, they've been doing this since 1976. Secondly, uh, you'll like the fact that they use a holistic method to uh, to look at the problem. So not only what's causing the problem, uh, like the ants, but but why the ants are getting in, like kind of, or why the roaches are getting in, and they treat that too. So you can count on them to uh, help you out of that situation. It's uh, Spider-Man Pest Control, Termite and Pest Control. Here's the number, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. And online where you can see all the things they do and those great reviews at GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. Back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas live from the Festival of Flowers, the 23rd annual Festival of Flowers on 930 AM, The Answer.
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, broadcasting live from the 23rd Annual Festival of Flowers, dedicated to the memory of Ann Schiller. Lots of stuff going on. Uh, the, while the guys are answering a question off the air, I want to tell you something you need to know about, which is the tree hugger sprinkler. Uh, the My Tree Hugger is answering a question off the air, so I will tell you what it is. The Tree Hugger sprinkles are a great way to go ahead and uh, make sure that you're watering efficiently and effectively. And in South Texas, that's so important. Uh, you don't want to waste a single drop. And the Tree Hugger sprinkler is a hard plastic sprinkler. It looks like a donut, a 7-inch donut, 11-inch donut, or a 15-inch donut. You take it. And you, it has a hinge, so you open it up and you wrap it or hug the tree or shrub that you're trying to water. Now, you can turn it on just a little bit. There's a valve on it, or use the, uh, use the faucet. Uh, and you can turn it on just a little bit to get the, uh, uh, the root ball, so it just drips right down there where the root ball is, or a lot more to water more toward the drip line. So uh, the tree hugger sprinkler is available and is a good tool to have in your arsenal uh, at Millburgers and HEB. So check it out at lo- online at treehuggersprinklers.com. That's treehuggersprinklers.com. All right, 210-308-8867. Thanks for coming by. All right. 210-308-8867 is the number. All right. Did, did she have a question we can talk about on the air? Yeah, it was, it was, it was a continuing. I, 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 I suspect it was more of the spider mites, but Jerry also, the fertilizer, too, is also an issue on the tomatoes. And Jerry went through the, uh, the value and the necessity of using a lot of fertilizer if you're going to be successful with uh, tomatoes. And then we're... I think this is the first time, Jerry, that we kind of said, the, talked about the July <laughs> replanting date. Yeah, yeah. Because we've, uh, it sounds Bloody. like, it looks like that uh, uh, most of our tomatoes around the, yeah. uh, the city have been, or even central Texas have been, uh, a lot of spider mites involved. Yeah, and, and remember that when it gets over 90 degrees... They double the population every three days. So uh, the little little outbreak that we see now is going to explode when the weather gets hot. And I, and I also, and in, in my neighborhood, I, I noticed how the in my yard is one of the worst examples. I let the uh, wildflowers go wild, <laughs> and I, you know, my even my. Con- Plants that are in containers have uh, yeah. weeds, weeds and grasses growing, <laughs> rescue grass growing right up to the, the side, and I, I'm sure that's not. It's a, it's a factor in in encouraging uh, spider mites. Uh, spider mites. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was just getting ready to say that. I, uh, Jeremy, uh, my son, had let his grass get pretty tall, rescue grass. Yeah, and. Uh, I bet you those spider mites came from that grass. I think you're right. Because, because there's, there's brush around there, but uh, they, they're from the west. They came from the west, on the west side. So I told Jeremy, Jeremy doesn't like to, <laughs> doesn't like to uh, kill any, any creature. Uh-huh. 
And the uh, neat thing about it is, you ever can't see these spider mites. Uh, even though I showed him, <laughs> I said, there's, there's hundreds of them on this one leaf. And I told him, I said, okay, there's nothing you can spray. He probably wouldn't spray anyway. But every time you see that uh, pepper, salt and pepper look on top of the leaf, which are all the leaves on the western side, you cut that leaf off at the stem. And if there's a lot of them on the stem, a lot of those damaged leaves on the stem, take the whole stem. Well, I don't think he's going to ever do that. Yeah. But uh, are you getting, what kind of reports are you getting on the uh, seaweed, uh, what do we call it? uh, Yeah, extract, the seaweed extract. Well, like I said, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't I think kind of he'll face do that. It like it's a death, you know. I, you get, you got to have something to. Well, people don't believe there isn't, there isn't some right. miraculous uh, <laughs> uh, chemical out there that we that we know about that we're not telling them. <laughs> yeah, I, I know what'll solve that, but I can't <laughs> tell. Them. Yeah. Uh, even when we had kelp thing, oh, when okay. the plants got big. Uh, Kelp, that's what the commercial people used. And, uh, but when those plants get big, you can't control those spider mites with even with Kelp. Yeah. So, uh, I I think removing them, well, that's what we should turn to in the greenhouse. And we could get any mite aside on the market because Dr. Stein has, you know, got a license. And uh, we just finally figured out when you see the spider mites on a plant, take that plant out of the greenhouse. Get it out of there. Because they'll they'll start on one plant and then they'll spread to the other. Just like Jeremy's plants, all, all the leaves that are affected with spider mites are on the west side where they blew in. They blew yeah. in. And... Uh, but I said, I told you, I said, if you don't do this, within two weeks, they'll have the whole, yeah. whole tomato well, plant. I think uh, another interesting thing is that the uh, all my t- tomato plants that are in the, in this drift of uh, containers, uh, the half whiskey barrel size, are, and then I've got the... Uh, Peppers mixed in there. Yeah. And the, the peppers are looking good. Yeah. That, that's the same thing with Jeremy. Yeah. You know, I put them, I put them in those uh, tomatoes and uh, peppers in those uh, the, those large pots that yeah. uh, Millburgers selling for, the two for, two for $85. And uh, they're still on sale. But, uh, and, and we put, they're side by side. They're planted side by side, and they're caged. But uh, even though the tomatoes have a heavy spider mite contamination, peppers don't have a, yeah. plant, don't have a leaf today. And he's having some big peppers, getting some really big peppers, Serrano and Real Grande Gold. Well, and then I have uh, banana and... Uh, one of the big green peppers too. That, that yeah, they're doing very just as well. And uh, I, t- I told him, 
you know, your famous story about Jeremy saying that I made him eat a hot pepper. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> well, he wanted to plant the serrano. He uses serrano when he eats eggs in the morning. And, uh, and I mean, those serranos are six or eight inches long. They're a beautiful thing. Uh-huh. But uh, I, picked, I picked a uh, Rio Grande Gold, and I was eating it. And I said, "All right, Jeremy, <laughs> don't do, don't repeat yourself on this." I said, "I'm not. You notice I'm not eating that serrano." And he picked that serrano and ate it, really? and didn't complain. Wow. But uh, I think this, the one that uh, sold uh, the uh, serrano jumbo. I would bet that it's got some of Ben Villion's, uh the pepper man out of the valley, uh, some of that blood in that pepper, because it is huge. And uh, I, I think it's more mild than a regular yeah. Serrano. Yeah, you, it, it just, I just kind of react. That can't be a Serrano when I see something that's that big. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah could, well, I mean, it's got still got the Serrano shape. Yeah. So uh, that's a good pepper. But I, I could not see one leaf on that that I had spider mites yeah. on. Now, I'm wondering <laughs> as those tomato, spider mites move through uh, through the plant, the tomatoes, if they're going to eventually get over on the pepper. I don't know. Well, I went ahead and I got my string mower going <laughs> and I cut down the uh, got got about half of the. Rescue grass cut down around them, so I'm I'm going to uh, give them a chance, uh, give the right. peppers more of a chance. Well, speaking of that, I, I did the tomatoes. Speaking of peppers and tomatoes, we've got Greg on the line uh, with a comment or a question about peppers and tomatoes at 210-308-8867. Hey, Greg, welcome to the show. What's going on? How's it going, gentlemen? <clears throat> Good. You're uh, North Texas grower. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. I uh, heard y'all talking about the rodeo tomatoes and the peppers, and I figured I'd call in with a report. Um, <laughs> bo- both of my rodeo tomatoes are about five feet tall and have exploded with fruit in the last two weeks. Oh, great. No spider mites? No, no. Matter of fact, I heard you talking about it, and I, I kind of gave a second look at the plants, <laughs> and I, I don't see any of them, so... Good. Um, is, is should should we? This is my first year growing tomatoes. Should uh, should I be thinning any of this fruit or just no. let it go? No. Well, how did you fertilize them? Did you put some osmocote on them? Yeah, osmocote, and then uh, when I planted them, and then about every yeah. two weeks when I water, I'll put some Miracle Grow uh, <laughs> in there. To, yeah, so. that's 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 the best combination you can do. Yeah, like I, I, bet, I, bet, I bet the leaves are How pretty, do they look? pretty in green. Oh, they're good. Thick, thick foliage, and I've, I've got about 20 fruit on each plant. So, Oh, oh wow. my goodness, that's good. Are they are they uh, baseball size yet? I've got a couple that are, yeah. Uh-huh. I, uh, I've got one that I'm looking at that's pretty nice and orange. I'm probably going to cut it off and eat it tonight for the first time. Okay. So. Well, good. You're doing great. Did you did you plant any real grande gold this year? 
Yeah, so I I had germinated from the seed last year. Oh, that's right. And um, I made about, uh, I got about 15 plants and kept three of them myself, handed out the rest, and I've already got a few peppers growing on, on mine, so. Yeah, they're, they're very productive. Okay, well, oh, thanks yeah. for calling in. Wish you were down here. Yeah, well, maybe in a couple weeks. Um, <laughs> hey, real, real quick question. I got some uh, periwinkle that's growing rogue uh, in a part oh, of my yeah. yard. Yeah. Is that, okay. Would that be a good ground cover? Oh, I've yeah. Got a, Wait a minute. Is it? Uh, yeah, but it, it gets that gets that fungus in it. Is it a? Is it a low-growing ground cover, periwinkle? Yeah, yeah. They, it's a vine. Yeah. And you're where? So you're I'm, a, we're in north Texas, just east oh. of Dallas. Okay. And uh, I got uh-huh. a heavy, heavy shaded front yard that okay. I've got to put ground cover in. And this stuff has survived for, I mean, ever since we've lived here, we've had yeah. it. Yeah. I think it'll, um, it'll do yeah, all right may. for you. They don't. They don't survive well here. No. But well, uh, wait, is it a, a insect or a fungus that gets them every it's winter? It's a fungus. I mean, it, every summer. If it's wet. Yeah. Okay. But I don't think we've had that trouble in the last three years. <laughs> but but uh, uh, yeah, my um, my grand-in-laws uh, up in Oklahoma, they and and Tennessee too. They line the driveways with that stuff, and it's pretty. Yeah. I mean, it blooms and and covers real good, even yeah, when it's, it's not blooming. Yeah, it's a beautiful shade of green, and like I said, it's just kind of in a corner of the backyard that is yeah. overgrown. And I thought, well, why don't why don't I try to transplant it and save some money <laughs> on ground cover? You have to talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh, yeah, that that'll 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 work up there. Won't okay. probably won't work down here. Okay. Are you just gonna take plugs out of yours or try to find some in the nursery? Yeah, I've got I got probably twelve or thirteen little plugs that are grown by themselves. So I'm just there gonna, you go. I'm gonna okay. dig those up and move them. Yeah, that'll work. All right. Yeah. All right, fellas. Y'all enjoy the show down there. Thanks. Okay, take care. Thank take you. care of Dallas for us. All right, we got a question from the crowd here at Festival of Flowers. You want to grab the mic? You'll be all in the air, and these guys will be able to hear you. Let me make sure you're up. Hi. Hello. My name's Mindy. Hi, Mindy. And I wonder why it is that roses never freeze, or do they? They do. My roses never freeze. Well, most, uh, there are northern roses. Uh, A lot of the, uh, uh, what do they call them, Uh, in Minnesota, the China rose. I'm thinking of China. A lot yeah. of the China roses will freeze. But the, but the, the good news is that you got so many selections to choose from that you you can pick the right ones that really prosper in whichever area you're in. Where do you live? I live in Hondo. Hey, they're not gonna freeze in Hondo. <laughs> <laughs> Have you they had a rose freeze. freeze in Honda? No, I'm no, saying why What are you asking that for? <laughs> but they will be. We've had uh, snow. We've had ice. Yeah. We've had lots of cold temperatures. No, but you're, 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 you're right. That, that, weather, that weather won't be. But if you go as you go further north, yeah. you'll find that the, the, some of the same ones that 
Prosper and Honda will not survive. <laughs> so we're, 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 like north, we're, north of uh, Greg Waco. In, I was going to ask, with Greg in North Dallas or North uh, yeah. Texas and in Dallas, would his roses freeze? Well, uh, somewhere. Yeah, you go off into the o- Oklahoma and you start. Where? You mean they have colder weather than Hondo? In Oklahoma? Get out of here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, we well, got we got to take a break. So y'all hang a second. We're rolling and roses. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More in a moment of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. I'll tell you what's happening at the Festival of Flowers right after this on nine thirty a.m. The answer. There's a little bit of everything. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer. We're here at Festival of Flowers. I'm going to tell you what's kind of happening. First off, um, we're at Al-Zafar Shrine, which is at 1604 in Stone Oak Parkway. Uh, you know, Mark kind of mentioned the traffic yesterday. There is some construction, but it wasn't very difficult to get in at all. Um, but when you come, the parking's free. There's plenty of parking, and you just... Uh, travel in and you'll instantly go to the with with saws is doing stuff i see lots of people with their orange uh, gardening style sa bags there must uh, have been a class that let out or something what's that what, we can't hear you in, in microphone you need to talk in the microphone are we talking we're, we're on not? the air yes we're on the air <laughs> there we go that's better okay so uh yeah so we've got that uh the saws bags we've got the uh at 1 o'clock, so in 10 minutes, if you hurry, that uh, goes on to 2. So you can come in the middle of it, I'm sure. It's the Organic Roundtable, moderated by Bob Webster. Uh, Rain Harvesting 101 is going to be going on from uh, 2.30 to 3. And lots of exhibitors. I'm counting them. We probably, gosh, uh, uh, we certainly have probably 60 or more exhibitors. Uh, some of the garden clubs are here. Uh, we've got some of the nurseries that are here. Uh, Texas AgriLife is in front of us. Uh, some are selling stuff. Some are just uh, kind of exhibiting in the Citywide Plant Exchange. We did see Lisa, in case you were worried about that. So uh, She has been spotted. She has been spotted. We have a Lisa spotting. But not her husband. No, he's packing the car. Um, but uh, come on, be a part of it. Uh, tickets are ten dollars for adults. Uh, children under, I'm sorry, eight dollars for adults. Children under ten are free. So uh, come on and visit with us. Uh, we still plenty of time. It goes on till five o'clock today at the Alzafar. Our number two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You got a cap too? Who gave you a cap? Yeah, he's picking up caps and <laughs> all the free stuff. Oh, okay. I got you. No, I saw. David, oh, okay. David Rodriguez here. All right, well, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to be a part of the show. Um, all right. Now, did y'all get any rain last night? Yes, about a tenth of an inch. Oh, only a tenth of an inch? Everyone that I've talked to here got a, a half an inch or a little bit less or a little bit more. Ah. Did you get some rain? What? Why are you looking at You're me funny? You're talking to people about a half an inch method. So? That's a lot. 
Well, it was a lot when it, I uh, was awakened. Yes. At, uh, I guess it was 10 o'clock. Yeah, there, there was a lot of lightning. and Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, which woke me up and made me remember that I left the truck windows. <gasps> Oops. How much rain did you get in your truck rain gauge? <laughs> so I looked out the door, and it was raining. And I said, I, I was debating whether to put on my pants and go outside and put the windows up. <laughs> or go outside and not put on your pants? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was going to get them wet. Oh, okay. I could just change them. Yeah. I could go nudie raining. <laughs> but anyway, I put on my pants. I was afraid the neighbors might see me. Yeah, uh, we would have had a replacement here today yeah. probably. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I read I'd put up the windows before the uh, the uh, major rains came, I think. But uh, I I don't think they predicted that, did they? The Sinisa predicted it. They were blooming. Oh, shit. They did in the uh, newspaper. <laughs> oh, they did? Okay. Yeah. All day it kind of looked like it wanted to rain, looked like it wanted to rain, and then, and then boom. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, and it, was, it was some loud booms too. <laughs> I get. I guess we'll take what we can get. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Well, in this my, whole my this whole week, got, it was must have been uh, windy too. It's forecast this whole week. It's the Is same. It? It's that same thirty uh, percent per day or fifty percent overall day. Yeah. And nine, yeah. Thirty percent per hour and then fifty percent per day. I guess. <laughs> I guess I need to. Leave my windows up all night, every night. But I was thinking to myself, I said, myself, if you slip and fall, oh yeah, in this wet, the sidewalk was wet, the porch was wet. Yeah, that's going to be ugly. Yeah, you're not getting up. <laughs> It'll be There's ugly. nobody from Millburgers to come pick you up. <laughs> that's true. But I didn't. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, interesting. And we mowed, mowed my uh, wheat crop down. I mean, my uh, bluegrass crop Oh, okay, crop did you? Down. I got a lot of seed. Did you? Good. Oh, I produced a lot of seed. Hey, there's a Bartlett. Yeah? Chuck, Chuck Bartlett. Oh, okay. Charles, yeah. Char- yeah. Bartlett. Yeah, he got white hair. Has he already had had white hair? I don't know. I, people people look a little differently than they <laughs> did the last know. time I we did this. What the hell? Uh, but anyway, the uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, we're watching those. I I don't I think the spider mites outbreak were just caused by uh, people letting. Letting the grasses and uh, rescue grass and and uh, bluegrass and all that get tall. Yeah, tall. Combina- uh, combination, and I'm I'm sure the weather somehow yeah, figured in the there. Heat. Yeah, they've had perfect uh, spider mite weather all the way since January, I guess, uh, for two years, two or three years. Yeah. But anyway, and everybody let their grass get well, a little yeah, high. it's just 
Let's uh, let's let's go ahead and ask too. Uh, I think we did this last last week, but uh, uh, give us if you've got tomatoes, give us a report on uh, how they're doing. Are are there are there tomatoes? Hey Bob, are there tomatoes that are uh, without any spider mites, or are all your tomatoes uh, like a lot of our tomatoes? And uh, uh, somebody's bringing oh. treats. And uh, showing uh, spider mite. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, if you get a chance, give us a call. What's that number we need to call? 210. Oh, 308-8867. 210-308-8867. And just uh, give us a little report on whether your tomatoes are showing uh, spider mites or not. Yeah, I'm thinking, based on what we've seen and what the reports we're getting, that... That's a pretty widespread uh, infestation. Yeah. The problem is, I would venture to guess that everybody has that problem, but they can't identify. Yeah, that could be, because we've kind of we we've had a, quite a few people call and say this is the symptom, and then yeah, no. which is yeah. obviously the spider mite symptom. The key to it, I, I had to show Jeremy. The key to it is look at the leaf. It should be solid green on the tomato. If it's got specks on it, on the top of the foliage, you know, the top surface, if they've got a lot of little specks on it, that's phytomite. They're, they're sucking the juices from the b- bottom of the leaf. And if you see those specks, you've got thousands of them on the bottom of that leaf so every leaf that has specks on it uh, you can you should remove and get out of the garden so they can't then you mentioned that key that two week yeah it doesn't take long yeah the specks become dust (laughs) yeah and, uh, and so it's uh, if you, kind of late to do anything. Yeah, if you see webs on there, people say, "Is Spider-Mite, do they have webs? Yeah, when you see webs, you better plan to move. Because those Spider-Mite, you're no way to control it when they have yeah, webs. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen much for webs, but uh, yeah, there's sure there's a lot of Spider-Mite action. There you know. will later. And and maybe people won't re- probably won't recognize them as spider mice until they see the webbing, which is the very last stage of oh, their, yeah. their situation. Yeah, it's not an easy symptom unless you used to it. You want that? It's good. <laughs> Why are you giving Calvin your food? <laughs> well, that's a, oh, it's a vegetable, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. he's not going to have any of that stinking vegetable. <laughs> It looks good. It's got a little pasta. I'm just tasting it. I wonder if that was at the herb uh, demonstration. I bet it was. Maybe so. Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, anyway, she. uh, Don't forget to. Oh, let me. uh, Let me. We got about a minute and a half. I'm going to take us to the news. Okay. So keep your thought. You can do this. There you go. (laughs) He's he's grimacing. Don't forget, (laughs) Millburgers has got the blood drive going on today. Uh, over there at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. It's a $10 gift certificate just for offering to give blood. 
and you get a nice gift from the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center for giving blood. The most important thing, though, is not the gifts. The most important thing is uh, that you're supporting your South Texas community, and um, it's uh, so important. Blood, uh, really, since the pandemic hit, blood has been in high demand. It always was, but there are fewer that people that, that give because there are fewer drives. So when you hear a drive like this, go take advantage of it. I don't think you've it. ever mentioned that before. I think I might have. It's, 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 <laughs> but I know you focus on every other I stuff. I remember. Yeah, so... Uh, Head on over to Millburgers and take advantage of that. We're back at Millburgers tomorrow, so you can come visit with us then. If you go by, say hi to Trace and everybody over there at the nursery. We're going to take a break. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308. I can throw that away for you. 8867. Back in a moment. I think he maybe has another mission. Oh, dear. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, where we're broadcasting live from the Festival of Flowers at the Alzafar. This nice woman has agreed to come up and ask a question to these guys. Don't ask me. You, you don't want my advice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I kill everything. All right. I, I kill stuff. He says, you can't even kill that. I've killed it. So how can we help you today? You're on the air. Well, I have banana trees around my koi pond in my backyard. They've been there for years, probably 10 years. And typically, um, well, typically, (laughs) even if they freeze and I have to cut them back, there's a core of each one that that stays living. And I just cut it back to about three feet above the ground. But this very past freeze... I don't know what happened. It froze them all the way to the ground, and we had to cut them all the way back to the ground. And now they're coming up, but they're not. By this time of the year, typically they would be 10, 12 feet tall, and they're three, two and a half feet tall. And I don't know what to do to bring them back. Well, they're sprouting, aren't they? They are, but they're very slow and small right now. Well, they've been frozen to the ground. <laughs> Come on, girl. So give them a break is what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, you can fertilize bananas. With what? Uh, Even uh, slow-release lawn fertilizer. We yeah. do mostly organic in our yard. So, I mean, we try and do everything organic. And um, I often will take the, the filter, my fish, my koi fawn filter pond filter is right there by my koi pond and I will take the nasty water out of that and put it where the banana trees are. Okay. Good idea, bad idea, you just made a face. (laughs) I was just wondering how much chlorine is in there. No, none. It's a it's koi pond. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They would die. So yeah, no no chlorine. Yeah. So is there any nitrogen? I would imagine because it's all fish poop. It's just from it's it's the filter. Yeah. It's the fish uh, waste. Fish okay. So is that a good fertilizer? Well, yeah. Yeah, it worked. All right. So that's the best thing I can do is just give them time and keep giving them nasty fish water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with Jerry. I think they'll just recover. That's not the only plant that's st- that's like two years behind. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of shrubs. I'm thinking of like viburnum and, and other things that uh, normally prospered in one, you know, recovered yeah. in one year. Uh-huh. It's taken them a couple of years to come back, and it looks but like they will come back. This but. isn't from Snowmageddon a couple of years ago. This is, they came back strong after that year. 
it's this year, just this year. And I mean, we had that little freeze. And I've been told that it was because it was so hot and dry. And then it was freeze like that. I don't know. Well, Is that, that a possibility? Well, that combination, that weather combination. Yeah. Nobody knows what the worst combination is but on some plants is different than on other plants. right right yeah so all right well like you said at yeah. least they're sprouting but i will give just them give it all. <laughs> just continue giving it that fish poop yeah. i'll just keep giving yeah. it my fish poop and you keep know, waiting for them uh, bananas can be damaged at 45 degrees mm. well uh, it got a little colder than that didn't yeah, it? yeah 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 and also <laughs> the timing true all right you don't you you don't you don't live in hondo do you no no right outside of uh, right in between it's it's really it's really cold in hondo serious freezing stories from hondo Uh, (laughs) (laughs) y'all are crazy all right have a good day gentlemen thank you brunella grab that microphone do some bragging. Congratulations. This is a big success. Brunella uh, is putting this on, the Festival of Flowers, the 23rd annual. Yes, we're so happy. It's turned out to be a beautiful day. We are very blessed here at the San Antonio Shrine Auditorium. And one of our vendors said, this is truly the Super Bowl of gardening. And I think that is just perfect. So um, I think I'm going to use that slogan for the future, too, because it's been quite a day. Yeah. Very nice. Everyone that's come by has said it's been great. That woman was a newbie, so she's going to give us a review later, I'm sure. And, sure. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, uh, it's a, been a big success. Lots of, uh, gosh, I don't know, we've got nurseries here. We've got uh, garden clubs. Well, and part, part of it is it's consistently pure gardening kind of things. Yeah. It's not... not we, we haven't uh, con- we sure to shot, Yes, yeah. we try for that as yeah. much as possible because that's what's so nice is they can all come into this one garden mall and pick up everything they need, whether it's plants or decor or fertilizer or mulch or whatever. They can find it all in one place, and that's what we try. And also it's very educational. That's what's so wonderful yep. about the Festival of Flowers. Saws is here with their conservation department. And they are just absolutely fabulous, and they've been answering questions all day long, along with other experts like yourselves that have been here to take care of everyone. So it's been a very special day. And Milton? And Milton? What about me? Oh, yeah. And Milton. I try not to answer any questions. (laughs) Now, we've had a few people, though, that have come up and looked at us, and they said, Calvin, is that you? You've aged, haven't you? <laughs> they just thought you looked like a youngster. That's all. <laughs> That's the way people yeah. remember us. And I, I like I like the program, especially the thank the, you the so blue much. Part right That's there. dedicated in Anne's honor. Yeah. Oh, and, um, she uh, we miss her definitely do, yeah. this year. Yes, and we'll be open here till five o'clock today. Yeah. As long as they have flowers, we still have flowers and plants oh, in the yeah. plant exchange. The food, the food still, still here. The food Plenty of great food still <laughs> over in the concession area. If you're hungry, we'll get you some good food. And all it took to yeah, we had Calvin brought us some of the barbecue nice and then somebody nice. brought some other i was wondering if it was from the herbal thing there was some little yes like a little in thing. the herb cooking demonstration yeah. area they've been making good tapas and all kinds yeah. of good stuff so yeah what was the uh what was the plant uh 
uh, exhibiting our con- the con- contest that was Oh, going the on. floral design. Yes, oh, the public right. can come and they can vote for their favorite design over there on the side. And we have these little these little pinto beans, and they can vote which which one they like, and they're all going to get prizes. They're beautiful, the I sent designs. Jerry over there to vote, but he, said he ate his pinto beans. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say, Lisa thought those pinto beans were for her <laughs> as part of the plant exchange. I think she right. takes them. Yes. <laughs> Who's doing the... Who's doing what organization is? Oh, the San Antonio Garden Center. Oh, yes, because of course they're well known for their floral design. So they have the school all the time year round. Yeah, sure. And and if you uh, missed anybody because of the COVID. For three, three or four years, we haven't seen a lot of, we haven't had the same programs going yeah. on. Everybody's here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, all, the, all the folks that you would expect to be at the Festival of Flowers are back at the Festival of Flowers. Yes, and they're here ready to answer the questions. So we hope everyone will still come out. We yeah, still have all time. afternoon to enjoy. Hours, and absolutely. Free parking? Free parking, lots of free parking. Yeah, wonderful vendors outside, yeah. doing awesome things, and the inside, of course, is totally full. Are so, they having a farmers market out there? We do. We have a farmers market. We have fresh flowers out there, and bougainvilleas, and all kinds of plants. Oh yeah. A lot of ironworks out there. We have kettle corn and gourmet nuts, and so, oh my goodness, corn. we have a little oh, bit of everything. And now I lose Jerry. Now that you mentioned that. Kettle <laughs> And you're selling farmers? Oh, no. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You said far- I didn't understand. It was a dumb joke. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah things um, have changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have. How, uh, how many vendors? Give me a, a ballpark, would you say, you have here? Oh, about a total of, with everything together, about 60. That's what I thought, too. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's packed. It's wall to wall. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's is- something for everyone, and that's the good thing. And the children's exhibit has been such a big hit. This is I've never seen so many fans. Families here with so many children, and they're hopping on the stage and making their little potted plant and (laughs) taking it home, learning how to take care of it. And the men's garden club is doing a fabulous job Uh with that. So is that where you got the little plant, Milton? You went up there and got the. Oh, you snuck up there. I told you. Nick's on talking about uh, that. <laughs> no, you cannot keep a secret, Calvin. I can't. No. So I how, can't. how many kettle corn play people are out there? <laughs> yeah, they, they just shifted now. Uh, I can tell where the focus is. We have kettle corn, and we have lots of good munchies here. So whatever you're hungry for, we'll take care of you. I love kettle corn. Yeah, Uh-oh. me too. Okay, thanks well, for Thank that. you so much, gentlemen. I'm glad. I appreciate everything. I look forward to next year. Yeah, everybody's glad. <laughs> participation. Take okay. care. Thanks. Thank you. Bye bye. Good, right. good luck. Billy's on the line at 210 308 8867. Billy, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Thanks for waiting. How can we help you? Where are you, Billy? Well, I'm at home. No, <laughs> he's at home. Okay. Well, what's going on? Wait, can y'all hear Billy? No. Okay, I can't hear Billy either. Uh, is Billy there? We're not hearing Billy. I heard him when he answered. Okay, let's turn this up just a little bit. All right, Billy, you there? Yes, I'm here. Oh, okay. all right. Now we got you. <laughs> What's going on, Billy? I just want to respond to your tomato. Okay. You went away, Billy. Yeah, you went away again. 
okay, well, Billy, give us give us a call on the spider mites tomorrow because we get you for a second and then we lose you. Yeah, no, it was it was spider mites I was talking about. Okay, okay. there you go. Yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. What uh, about? Yeah, my uh, my cherry tomatoes are in a raised bed in the ground, and they had a real good crop, but uh, I'm about ready to pull them up. But spider mites have, have taken over. Yeah, that's and my, the, that's the my, story. My red snappers are in containers, and uh, so we'll be eating them now. They're they're doing real good. Yeah, oh, they aren't showing any uh, spider mites. Uh, no, no. Oh gosh, we I haven't did, heard about uh, much about red the, snappers this year. I don't know whether there's the difference in the in the containers versus the, uh, the in the ground, or whether it's the difference in the plants. How might what's your weed uh, weed situation around the the beds in the containers? Uh, have no weeds. Okay. That's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, it's not the way mine is. Yeah, yeah. mine either. Well, yeah. anyway, that's uh, that's weird. Uh, the you you had nine sixty eight to cherry and uh, and uh, red red snapper for the big ones. Okay. And the, well, they're, and they're doing real good. They're. Uh, I'm I'm glad you got at least some quite a few cherry tomatoes. Oh yeah, they did real good. We gave them away, and we still have have some in the refrigerator. Okay. Uh, how do you, what do you just keep yours in the refrigerator, or do you freeze them? No, uh, we just keep them in the refrigerator. Yeah. Okay, they're good. Thanks, they'll, Billy. They'll keep a long time in the refrigerator. Yeah. Okay, thanks for calling, Billy. You're doing yeah. good as usual. Thanks, thanks, Billy. Good to hear from you. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. So I thought since Calvin brought it up uh, before we went to break, I would give you the forecast. Uh, 20% chance of showers this afternoon, mm-hmm. mostly after 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. I better leave my windows up, huh? You might want to. <laughs> uh, that's tonight. New rainfall amounts between a half and three quarters of an inch possible. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> a Sunday, a slight chance of uh, of rain uh, before 7 a.m. and then after 1 p.m. So when we're on the air, we'll have that. It made a chance. High near 90. Chance of precipitation, uh, 40%. Huh. 30% Sunday night. 50% Monday. Uh-oh. 20% Monday night, 40% Tuesday. I'm going to have to leave my windows up. <laughs> You're going to have to, yes. It's going to get kind of humid in there if you uh, don't. Or I could just stop dressing and run out there necking it. I'm sure the HOA won't have a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's coming late at night. Yeah. it's. Uh... <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, that's... Uh, Sound like they're they're going to be coming at night. Well, that's the weird thing. So tonight is the highest chance. Then tomorrow, and then then during the day it's the highest chance. Sunday is thirty. I'm sorry, Sunday is forty, uh, and then um, Sunday night thirty. Monday is fifty. Monday night twenty. So <laughs> it's mostly in the day. It yeah. seems like so. All right, we'll just handle it when it comes. Yeah, we'll have to empty our rain gauge to 
yeah. now that it's at about a half an inch to see yeah, again. I, I, I waited to get dressed and didn't empty my, to empty my rain case. Oh, did you? Did, yeah. Yeah. I have neighbors in the backyard. If you look into the backyard. Yeah. Well, I, well, at least you did, when you? We, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we, we get that call about what they what can they plant to make a screen for the yard, um, <laughs> the next question is going to be, where do you live? Uh, <laughs> hollies are the best, you know, yeah. standard Burford hollies. Are. Yeah, the interesting thing, they've got an outdoor light back there. Oh, dear. And whenever I go out there without my britches on, how many times are you going out in the yard without your britches on? Oh, sometimes <laughs> I sweat the britches up and put them out there <sighs> on, the, on the railing to dry. Hi. Did you all have a gardening question? Yes. Can we ask it on the air? We're doing our show. It's easy. You'll do great. Uh, she threw you right uh, under the bus. <laughs> all right, you're the volunteer. Grab the microphone, and you'll be on the air. What's going on? What you got there? All right, well, we've got four mature pecan trees that are all growing across our backyard. And one of them in the middle is turned yellow, and it's starting to show some burning on the edges of the leaves. And it's yellow all all over. And what These are all big, mature pecan oh, trees. Are they, are they the yellow, is it sectioned, or is it a yellow consistently over the whole leaf? It's consistently sharp, over sharp the whole edges. leaf. I was thinking of the, the, the aphids. It's the whole tree. And then it's not affecting any of the other three yet, uh-huh. and I don't want it to. But yeah, yeah. Well, it could be a lot, huh. a lot of choices. Well, it could be zinc deficiency. Uh, have you sprayed it with any? How are you fertilizing? Not this year, and but the other three are still. I mean, they all their drip lines all touch each other. Okay. So the the tree that's right next to it is. Really dark green and really good looking this year. Are they t- are they real tall? They're yeah, old? they're fully mature. Yeah, they're probably forty feet. Oh, okay. Uh, and you live in San Antonio, or we're in Uvalde. Okay, so we're oh, okay. eighty miles west. Oh, or you might be able to find a yeah tracker. Yeah. <laughs> How far are you from a a stream bed or a water well? Flowing water, we don't have any. Don't have any. There. No, it's when we get rain. There's a bit of a berm, and the water will collect. Okay. Right along the trees. That's good. Uh, so this year's been really good. Yeah. So have you have you harvested pecans from them, from the trees? We don't usually water them that much. Okay. So the last couple years, I think we had one good year. Okay. The rest of the years, it hasn't. Do you know what variety they are? They're a hard shell. They're not a paper shell. Okay. Okay. I know that. I don't know enough about it. They're big are, pecan. Are they big? Yeah, they're a good size. When we get them, they're, they're big. Uh, you yeah. might take some in. Let's see. You live in Uvalde? Yeah. Uh, you could take some out to the uh, Extension and Research Center. Okay. Uh, just take off a brick. It doesn't matter yeah, which one. Just one of the yellow branches. Yeah, or just yeah, yeah just show show that yellow pattern. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, we've got an AgriLife right nearby. There so, you go. Yeah. Well, okay. and, and the fact that you're in Uvalde, they'll they'll be familiar with what's happening there too. Yeah. Okay. If we if uh, we, brought, we brought them to our uh, agent, they, he yeah. would w- want to know about the snapdragons rather than. <laughs> <laughs> but the. Uh, but no, the, 
It's a good place to go to get information after that. Go, go on a Monday. Okay. And uh, chances are Dr. Larry Stein will be there. Okay. He, he oh. comes out there on Monday. He knows pecans. Oh, yeah. Okay. But uh, one thing it could be, is, it, is that tree yellow all over or just one side? All over. It's the whole canopy. And how long? Pretty evenly it, yellow. How long has it been done? How long has it been doing that? It's getting more yellow this this year. This spring. Last year, I there was a little bit of a different shade, but this year it's it's yellow. Well, believe it or not, you can uh, get cotton root rot on pecans mm-hmm. in Uvalde. Wow! And it 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 works. This this tree is on one side of the other trees, right? Yeah, yeah, they're they're touching. And but not not touching or damaging the adjoining tree, right? Yeah, there's been no damage to the adjoining tree. Okay, well that's good news because uh, a lot of times we don't in San Antonio we don't think about having uh, cotton root rot on pecans. Right. But when you go down to uh, uh, Eagle, Eagle Pass, uh, Eagle Ford. Yeah, the next step, <laughs> the next town over. Uh, they they have trouble with uh, okay. cotton root rot killing their trees. Oh wow! But uh, Larry Larry p- can probably identify that. Even okay. if Larry's not there, but if you if you, uh, yeah talk to the the agent. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It'll be good. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. We'd have to trim it that morning, cut it, and head right over. Right, right, yeah. Okay. Get, keep it fresh. Yeah, just, the number out there, 278-9151. Well, we'll take a break, and then you can get the number from him if you want it. Okay. I mean, you can give it, but he's got, he wants to, he's, we need him to write it down. Here. I got I got <laughs> Do you have a pen? All I right. Do, I do. All right, so we'll take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. I'm Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And uh, we welcome your calls at 210-308-8867. Or we encourage you to come on by and ask your gardening question when you come visit us at the Festival of Flowers. Lots of folks here, a nice steady stream of people. Uh, and we want to uh, invite you to be here. They're going to, uh, it goes on till 5 o'clock. I'll tell you more about it in just a second. That, that woman walked away sad. Why was she sad? What'd you tell her? <laughs> she had a, had a mint problem, a mint uh, plant that was showing some, it looked like a, a bacterial uh, infection oh. uh, caused by the rain. Oh, you think? No. Okay. Didn't happen before the rain melted. No. Did she leave in Hondo? It could have been that freeze that they got. (laughs) We're going to start getting calls from people from Hondo. Very upset with us. (laughs) That was what is they. (laughs) Hondo with the freezes and Floresville with the ants. We don't know. That could be the... Because I 
I imagined when she was talking about the roses freeze. I yeah. Thought, Damn, she must be up north. Yeah. In <laughs> Indiana or somewhere up in there. Or Canada or something like that. I said, where do you live? Hondo. Hondo. Oh, and then she, when Jerry oh, said that it didn't, Hondo didn't get freezing weather, she told him. <laughs> they got snow, they got freeze, they got snowmageddon in Hondo. Our friend said, we got snow in Hondo. Oh, I said, well, I was, we did too. <laughs> I was remembering in uh, Minnesota, we used to uh, cover. Oh, you know, roses? Yeah, your roses would... We'd put it with leaves, uh, wire, and yeah. then you'd fill them with leaves. And yeah, mulch around them. <laughs> uh, I, I will guess tell they you that, with a lot of th- a lot of things, so. that uh, I know we haven't had as much rain as you want. It hasn't broken the drought, but no. the uh, I will tell you that with our our uh, knockout rose, because the only other thing we did was put some manure around it. Uh, a lot of rain and a little manure. Makes me a gardening genius. It looks beautiful right now as compared to how it looked. And the uh, the St. Augustine around the neighborhood is looking good. Good. I think you're right. You but you guys were both saying it probably you, you thought it would fill in. Yeah. Uh, it seems to be. It's going to take a while. Yeah, it depends on, on the, on the uh, thing. Because uh, it's damaged. Um, now, you talked about the seeds with your bluegrass. And yeah. Having lots of seeds. One, what are you going to do with them? And two... Um, I mowed them down. Yeah. What are you going to do with the seeds? Uh, Just well, I mowed it down. He's not, not going to go pick them up. Well, I thought like you were, when you were talking about horse herb, your idea was to mow it yeah. and then get the seeds in a in the bin, in the, yeah. the, 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 you know, the leaf catcher, the grass catcher, yeah. and then um, to uh, sp- sprinkle those out. You're just going to let the seeds fall from the, okay, yeah, from, and it'll come from, back? From the bluegrass. How does your grass look now that you've cut the bluegrass? Is it nice and green, or is it no? Is the bluegrass it was gone under the bluegrass. Oh, okay. The bluegrass was uh, when they went to see that uh, it was two and a half, three feet tall. Oh, okay. So you really yeah. How am I going to cut down my meadow? With it, the lawnmower. It, it is thick. I well, it's, once that uh, let's see, it's June already, right? Right. It won't take long before the, those plants will start declining. Yeah. Uh, although I have to admit that that fire wheel and uh, bee balm. <laughs> the bee balm is yeah, huge. Yeah, I'm wondering if. I think that's about three and a half feet tall. Oh, yeah, and it, there's tons of it. I mean. <laughs> you can't. It's hard to walk through in, even, uh, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And uh, But it looks, it's, it's great. I don't know. hope the neighbors are okay with it. And then we did a little what we had left over. We did that in the front. So we got a little meadow, and the one in the front is more um, maintained. Well, good. Yeah. You know, I never planted my seed. You didn't plant your what? Oh, the... Yeah, so I'll give that to you. Oh, okay. Which one? The bee bomb? No, the mix, mix of oh, seeds. Oh, okay. Yeah, we sure like it. Yeah. And uh, you can either plant it now or... Put it in your refrigerator until fall. Okay. We'll put. Oh, really? Plant it now? Huh? Well, uh, isn't it too hot? Or it'll just. Well, no. It'll just lay just, dormant. It'll just lay there. Okay. Uh, but you know, God plants it. Now. Yeah. Think. Think of this, milk. Okay. The seed is the seed. The seed is uh, maturing right now. 
Yeah. Your bee balm and your fire wheel and and coreopsis is most of it is already mature. Yeah. Well, Jerry said, "Don't touch it until it's all brown." Yeah. That's what he said. He said, and I, I believe him. Uh, that would I never have grown blue uh, bluegrass for seed. But the interesting thing about it, you know, I brought some uh, uh, little seeds, some seed to the radio station uh, to show what maturity they were, and so I waited till they turned brown like wheat, mm-hmm. and uh, and then they they started raining, so I couldn't get them when they turned brown, so they turned brown. And then shattered, they fell off. And another stalk, another section, uh, seed, seed uh, section came out. Oh, really? I didn't realize they'd do that. Huh? But uh, I finally mowed it down. So I should have plenty of bluegrass next year. Well, oh, I don't. Good. I don't quite remember. Was it Jerry that wanted me to collect the, an aqua seed because he he really treasured that? Yeah. Oh lord. I think so. <laughs> do you do you have some for him? Oh gosh, the, the <laughs> I, I, I'll have to do it quick because the birds are eating it. Yeah. Every inch of it off, off there. It's Mark Peterson. Y'all want to talk to Mark, or should we just pretend like we don't see him? No, no, no. No, we got the microphone. You want to come on the air with us, Mark? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. How you doing? The, despite Jerry's, you know, reluctance to have me out. <laughs> I just finished all my chocolate, so I'm, I'm oh, pretty you good. You had chocolate? Today. Yeah. I found out where they're keeping a stash. What? Yeah. We were not informed of the chocolate. Belden. Go to the Belden. Oh, okay. Okay. And they, they have got... Because... Traditionally, at a home and garden show. Yeah, you have the little. They have all, all the. To bus, lure so, people in. So, the nurseries don't have it here. No. Well, what you think? I think we did pretty good. I think it was pretty good uh, for a return. Really... Yeah. And a, uh, I was pleased uh, that uh, Brunella had had on the on the sheet here, dedicated to Ann Schiller. That was nice. First uh, thing I it noticed. It was very good. Yeah. On that. Because um, I did miss Ann when I was. Uh, unloading everything. And I well, I, I got here about uh, about seven fifty today. Yeah, and uh, you know, I missed Ann and Brunella at the front end. Yeah, doing doing things back and forth. So uh, it, it struck me at that point in time. Yeah, no, yeah. no. I was when I was that was the same thing as I was loading stuff in every year when I was loading stuff in yeah. before. Ann would come in and tell me where to. I put it. Tell you where, where to go. Tell me where to go. <laughs> tell me where to. <laughs> and this year, I had to figure it out myself. Uh, well, uh, Brunella does no, uh, she's doing bang a up job. job. Yes, she is. And uh, I think the uh, also return to the Elsafar. Yeah, that was good. And so it was very good. Did you see my comment about construction? I mean, you and I, ta- I, I, yeah. I discussed construction. Did you see the issue this morning? It was bad, but not yeah. horrible. Not horrible. No, I mean, no, it was, I was expecting this horrible. No, no, thing. I'm I, sorry if I led everyone astray. You scared me. No. Well, cool. And you've done a good job answering. Are you back on the... Uh... I'm uh, answering questions now uh, at the Gardening Volunteers of Te- South Texas. Okay. Booth. So I'm, I'm doing that until the end of the day. 
And then, uh, by the way, we're open till five o'clock. That's right. That's right. So still nine time. to five. So come on by. Got the water barrel demonstration coming up in That's just right. about uh, an hour. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the organic, organic roundtable is still going on right now. Yeah. They didn't invite Jerry, and we found out why. <laughs> no, I'm rolling my eyes. Jerry and I are rolling our eyes together. Jerry has a fear of round tables. Oh. It's not about the topic. Oh. It's the, and they will not change it for him. No. No, no it would never be the square table. No. A rectangular table so discussion. So he's putting his foot down. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Mark. Thanks for coming by. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, like I said, we still have time. Come on by. Yep. All right. That's free parking. Free parking. Tickets for adults, $8. Kids under 10 free. Yep. All kinds of reasons to be here. All your gardening friends are here. Yes. I have seen a lot of people I haven't seen in a couple of years. Yeah. No. That's exactly right. I got a present for you, Mark. Oh, okay. A present for Mark. Hang on, James. Did you want us to do this on the air, or did no, you want? No, we're going to do this tomorrow. Oh, okay. It? I've heard about this earlier. What is it? What's happening? Oh, oh. Cherry scratch. <sighs> I know. It will not let us die, will he? No. Oh, this no. is the deer and the eating of the grass. Yeah, so no. do ear, deer eat grass? So this is from PlantAnswers.com. So what does that mean? Uh, it's the truth. Okay, is that what it means? Okay. <laughs> and we uh, have pictures. Okay, now I have to read it all. It's too, it's too narrow. Do you want a small of a? Uh, but I will read it. But I'm assuming that this backs your position. Oh hell yes. <laughs> do you want to summarize it or do you summarize it? So uh, a couple weeks ago, it was a couple weeks ago, right? Uh, well, he and I have been having it. Oh, okay, okay. Well, a couple of weeks ago that we had it on the air, and uh, whether or not deer eat grass. Right. And I was taught that is deer are browsers, eat forbs. That is, eat forbs. I know I'm moving the microphone around. No, no, the, okay. Eat forbs and browse. Well, that so shrubs and trees. No, How are you taught that? No, that was back in Michigan. Oh, real deer, real deer. Not these little gray dogs that we have around this area. (laughs) Jerry Jerry is. Ah. Oh wow! (laughs) Switch to the uh, issue with did the deer ever eat grass? Did they ever accidentally bite it or even bite it on? So we have a loophole. So anyway, so uh, I supported Calvin. We said Forbes and and Browse, and Jerry said that yes, they do eat grass, but there seems to be a loophole. Is that what I'm understanding here? Well, I mean, I I don't know if the, if there's any place you find that where there's a scientific okay. study that says that that grass is a main. Okay, well uh, there again, that's you know, it's not the main, except for axis deer, axis deer. Eat equally. They'll eat anything. And browse. To think of it. Yes, I said equally. So anyway, uh, Doctor Parsons, for those listening on the radio audience, <laughs> Doctor Parsons has passed me some research uh, from PlantAnswers.com. So please go to PlantAnswers.com and uh, find Do Deer Eat Grass. 
and then read about it yourself on this. And okay. I will read this and confirm it oh. either tomorrow or next week. All right. Thank you, All sir. Right. Okay. And then hey, we know that the discussion later. goes on. All right. We have I went uh, Lisa. I know. There's Lisa. Lisa and uh, her husband? Uh, yeah. Her husband. He, looks still, he still looks pretty strong. He seems to be, yeah. yeah. We have James on the line. He's got a peppermint plant question at 210. Peppermint plant. 308-8867. James, what's going on? Hey, Axe's deer make great sausage anyway, but I picked up a, uh, well, they don't make it, but you can make great sausage out of them. Let me put it that way. Um, peppermint plant. <laughs> uh, I picked up one, and I guess it's three-inch or four-inch pot. I don't know how to care for it. I picked it up because and uh, I know my wife would like it. So in the ground, I'm thinking they need a lot of water, correct? So buy a water faucet? That's about yeah, what I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah, is, is that the one? I, he's talking about the peppermint that's the crazy takes over the garden? No. Uh, oh, no, well, I hope not. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> the... Uh, it's got a flat leaf, kind of like a smaller than uh, like a caladium, doesn't it? Here, that's right here. I'm driving, but I reach behind the seat <laughs> on the floor. Does it uh, have it's got spots, a, spots it's got on a, the leaf? It's got like a, it's got a, like a oval shaped leaf. Yeah. With serrated with serrated, I guess, edges all around the leaves. Yeah. And it's quite oh, a coarse leaf. Uh, yeah, it's got grooves in the leaves. Yes. Yeah. And, of course, peppermint smell is very prominent. Well, you know what? When I picked it up in the store, and I'm smelling it right now, I can't smell it at all, but maybe that's just my smeller, my sniffer. Well, there. take a leaf, piece of the leaf, and crush it in your between your fingers. Okay. And then smell it. Smell your hand. Okay, it'll, it'll release the oils, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think okay, that's so. where the fragrance is. So what I'm thinking, I have a water spout, a faucet, on on the northwest corner of my patio, which is covered. So it's not going to get sun, really, until the afternoon, until sundown. Oh, Lord. Is that not a good place? It's not going to get anything but afternoon sun. Yeah, not not good. That's terrible. Yeah. Where, Where did you get this plant? Uh, the, the the call screener told me not to tell you. True story. But I will tell you if you want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was walking. Go I ahead. was walking at a home improvement store because I had to get some some oh, fuel for my hurricane my lamp, man. and they had a huge display of herbs all for half price. So it caught my eye when I was going in. So when I checked out, I picked one up. <laughs> okay. Uh, I th- I would think you you'd want to keep that thing in the shade most of the time. Okay, no hot afternoon sun. Okay, no hot you. afternoon. That's too hot. Okay. Now I well, just I can can't imagine having a uh, having him having a problem. <laughs> the, the the usual okay. problem is taking over the garden. Am I okay. am well, I got a wrong, wrong impression of the plant? <clears throat> Peppermint. Uh, I don't know. Spearmint. There's other there's other versions of it. Peppermint. Uh, all they had was a. I don't think uh, it's a mint. It's not as aggr- it's not aggressive. Well, if it's a mint and it's aggressive yeah. like you're saying, it'll add a little move. It always amazes me. It'll if you got a raised bed, it'll fill every single nut. Yeah. Nut. 
But if, if you, if it's a peppermint mint, uh-huh. uh, you just break a little piece off, and you it smells just like peppermint. Yeah. I was okay. thinking of a, more of a had a uh, uh, caladium leaf. It was a how I, I was thinking more of a shade plant. Oh, I don't know that one. But uh, but, but the for, one the one Calvin's talking about looks just like a mint, but it has a peppermint flavor. I was yeah fragrant, and it's a very. Oh. Very aggressive grower okay. and uh, will take the only thing and, that the, the only thing the, the, the issue is taking over the garden. The tag <laughs> says full full sun peppermint height twelve inch to thirty six inch width eighteen to twenty four inch. So it's going to get bigger than that. You think spread invasive? Well, how about a container? Will it do well in a container? Yeah, I've got all yeah, sizes of containers. That's generally how we around. recommend that you yeah. use it because you get enough to to get, to use it in whatever recipes or flavors you want, and it doesn't take over. And you put it in iced tea. Oh gosh, yeah, right, it's good. Yeah, we drink iced tea at home. Yeah, so will it? Is it a perennial or will it free die out in a container? It'll bring it back. But will it come yeah. back next year in a container? Yeah, it's a perennial. Uh, oh. I think mints <laughs> will come back. Yeah. But if, but if okay. it's in a, mine come back. If it's in a container, I don't know. They do. Hey, I've got them Dr. in containers, Parker. and they all come they back. They come back? Uh, I've always, I've always, thought, I always thought people well, hang use, on, James. Use them, okay. ought to use them for lawn grass. Put them in lawn grass. When you mow it, oh, mow, mow barefooted, and yeah. it'll be pretty. <laughs> Man, nice. Between you and your britches and your shoes, you're, you're going. <laughs> well, James, did you have another quick question, or we need to take a break? Yeah, no, a real quick question. I was mowing out by the street yesterday, and I was admiring my fandango. I think that's what it's called, the coral vine, the red one. Yeah. And yeah. I remember, I think it's about four or five years since I bought it there at Millburgers. I bought four of them. Uh, man, they're still fire red. You had said they re- will revert back to a coral or a pink. How long, w- when will that happen, in your best estimate? Since these are about revert back five. to what? I thought you had made a, told me a uh, year or two ago that they will... They'll change from red and they'll go back to a pink or a coral color, or did I oh. miss here something? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Are you talking about the coral vine, the red? Yeah, coral the fandangos, vine? the red, the red one. Yes, they're still screaming red. Is it red? Is it still red? Oh yeah, this is the fifth year, and there it's as red as it's been the, since it bloomed the first time for me. Okay. So uh, will, will it will it stay red or is it eventually going to go back to pink or I, coral? I th- <laughs> the the original plant, which was collected in Fredericksburg, was oh uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, by James Spivey. Uh, huh. The uh, but it we planted some of it on the fence uh, on, on a chain link fence. And it reverted back within two years. Oh, wow. Ob- okay. Obviously, the one in Fredericksburg, no telling how old it was. 
And it never reverted back. Oh, okay. Well, I'm hoping it doesn't because that I mainly bought it for the color or bought them for the color, but yeah. they're doing they're, they're doing really well with the range and they're they're just taking off on a yeah, barbed wire fence that's, that's in all a, directions. That's a that's a rare plant. I mean, hard to find in nurseries. Hmm. Why don't why right. don't you uh, <laughs> uh, bury some of those long stems? And root them. Uh, root them for me. Okay, I got some growing on the on the close, or actually on the ground, so I can do that. I let them get yeah. a little longer. The one, the ones on the ground are not long yet, because I've been kind of training the long ones on the barbed wire fence. But I'll do that on some. So yeah, when right. do I cut them? When do I cut them, or how long for them to root? And I put them in pots. Uh, have you got a? Have you got some root on? Uh, it's old. It's very old. I'd have to pick up some fresh stuff. <laughs> it, yeah. It'll work, if, even if it's old. Uh, oh, I do have some, then. If it's old, I got a Phanix a long time ago. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, just just scratch the bottom of the uh, plant that you, the bottom of the stem that you put in the ground. Okay. And, uh, and, and just like a fingernail scrape? Just yeah. a fingernail scrape? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they uh, that should root in four to six weeks, easy. Okay. They root, they root well. All right. That's good. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thank James. You. We got to take a quick uh-huh. break. Come back in a moment. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More Millburgers Gardening South Texas from the Festival of Flowers right after this on nine thirty a.m. The Answer. South Texas, where Lisa is visiting with us. She's uh, she and her hubby are here, and they've got their I don't know uh, they've got their cart, their two level cart filled with plants that they've bought. Lisa also gave me some information about Festival of Flowers that uh, if you've uh, uh, some of the vendors, if you're uh, on your way here, uh, may have lowered their prices a little bit. So because uh, uh, they've uh, they've got an abundance, they don't want to haul it off. So that sometimes happens at these things. Uh, but, hey, listen, there's plenty of stuff going on. They're open till 5 today uh, here at the Al Zafar at 1604 and Stone Oak Parkway. And everybody who's come by has said what a great uh, event it's been, and they're glad to have it back. So uh, we are, too. It's fun seeing people. It really is. You see people you haven't seen in a long time, uh, and uh, we've seen people we haven't seen in years uh, <laughs> here at the Festival of Flowers. So, at least um, three years, huh? Did you have a question, sir? Uh, can we ask it on the air? We're doing a radio show. Or you want to talk to Calvin, and I'll get a caller. I don't. I don't think he. Calvin, you talk to him, and then I'll get the caller. Uh, we have Jerry on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Jerry, what's going on? Um, I'm trying to find out the best growing method for dill. I don't seem to have luck with it. It just dies out on me, and I don't know. If it's uh, um, the moisture problem, if it's too much sun, or, or is it a fall crop like cilantro? 
Oh, um, <clears throat> you're trying to grow cilantro? No, no, she wants to grow no. dill. Dill. Oh, grow dill? Yeah, it's a big deal for her. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh, please. <laughs> <laughs> it just encourages it. Uh, the, uh, uh, well, dill is usually pretty easy to grow. Of course, it freezes, you know. So, so you want to plant it uh, in middle of spring before so before any frost occurs. And uh, you can also plant it all in the fall, beginning in uh, in July and August. That's uh, it's almost now. That's a couple months. Okay. Yeah. And you get the seed, you know, you just have the seed, and you sow it right on top of the ground. You say you're in sand? No, no, just clay soil. Okay. Where are you? But I, I, I'm in shirt, but I usually okay. have been buying the, the small plants, and I can't keep them alive. Are, are they susceptible to drying out and not recovering? <laughs> they're uh, yeah, they like more soil. Okay. They're not a drought tolerant plant. But once they get once they get growing, uh, they they take off. I mean, you know, they're uh, indestructible. But uh, uh, people usually don't give them that much extra care. Like too much, uh, like more water and things like that. Have you planted some now? Uh, no, I just had another one in a pot die. Oh, okay. You probably so, over. You probably overwatered. Okay. Just, I guess just, I need. I need. To, have you Have you got a garden? Yes, I do, and I need to get those in the garden. They sit around in pots too long, and then. They yeah. end up dying. Yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead and uh, just get your seed and uh, rough the soil up a little bit and and plant them in the garden. Okay. You're being too nice for to do. Okay. That'd be ugly to it. Okay. Right. Thanks, Jerry. Okay. Call us again. Tell okay. us how it's going. Okay. Because you got okay, a homework assignment you. now. We want to know how it worked. <laughs> okay. All righty. Thank you. You bet. We are going to begin to wrap up. Oh, what's that, Jerry? We got about less than a minute. Oh, did you want to? Wow, is it over? Well, it is over. Well, we've enjoyed being here. And yeah. So glad this uh, was re- revived. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm glad she dedicated it to Ann Schiller. That was oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they, she and Brunella made this possible and have, have made it grow and grow for all these years. And it yeah. truly is gardening. Uh, everybody who's uh, interested in gardening, uh, the people, you know, the, the volunteers and stuff are all here seeing each other, having a great time. We're back at Millburgers tomorrow, so we hope you'll come see us and visit with us then uh, at 1604 and Verde Road. We'd love to, to have you there. And uh, I'm sure it was busy today. So uh, we will see you uh, tomorrow, uh, 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer.